You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. On today's Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Hebrews 10, 19 through 39. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous ones shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls." We spent a number of days in this podcast focused on how Christ is the better priest. We focused on how the new covenant is the better covenant, how Jesus' sacrifice is better than the previous sacrifices. Here in this passage, the writer of Hebrews gives us the application to all of that. He sums up a number of chapters that we've gone through over the last days and weeks, and he sums it all up and says, so now here's how you live in light of that. At the beginning of this section, he speaks about what these truths should mean for us. Then, in the middle, he warns of people who, after hearing all of this truth about Christ, may determine to reject him still. And finally, he points them back to how they once lived with faith and encourages them to continue living that way. So today, I want to briefly highlight what faith in the life and death of Jesus should mean for us based on what we read early in this passage, verses 19 through 25. So because of what Jesus did on the cross, we should have faith in that. And here's what that faith would look like. First, we should have a confidence before God. 
we can draw near to him with full assurance, knowing that we are forgiven. A Christian is encouraged to be sure of where they stand with God and what their future entails. I remember hearing a professing Christian who was running for president in the 1980s. He answered the question about where he was going after he died. And he said that he thought he was going to heaven but couldn't be sure. He's wrong. A person can be sure. This passage encourages us to be assured based on what Christ has done. Second, this passage exhorts us to hold fast to our confession. If there are threats, persecutions, other saviors, other systems of works righteousness that can compete for our allegiance, we are to disregard them and hold on to what we confess as Christians. Jesus died for us. I trust him to make, us, to make me right before God. And that is holding fast to our confession of faith. We hold fast to the gospel, to that reality, that that message, the work that Jesus did, is going to make us right with God now and into eternity. Third, the third application to the cross of Jesus Christ. The, the cross of Christ then means that we serve Christians in a particular way. So based on what Jesus has done on the cross, we now live a certain way with each other, all those who have been recipients of the benefits from the cross. How do we live? Well, we encourage one another to keep loving people and to do good works, to keep doing good works. We encourage one another in love and good deeds. We commit to gathering together regularly. Why? Because we need it. We need constant exhortation and reminders and to remember the promises of God and to keep going into the good works that he has prepared for us from beforehand. So, so we gather together regularly to spur one another on, to help one another grow. We gather together regularly, like, for example, the first day of the week. We do this as we live as pilgrims in this land. And this writer says, all the more as the day of the Lord's judgment draws near, or all the more as the day draws near. A Christian is one who cares about the commitment and strength of other Christians. The cross has corporate implications. Christian, because Jesus has redeemed a large group of people by his life and death, then those people should matter to you. They matter to him. And he tells you here that they should matter to you. Ask the Lord to grow you in your commitment for the well-being of your brothers and sisters around you. Once we believe in what Jesus did on the cross, we don't check out and wait for heaven. The Spirit intends for us to live in specific ways because of what he did on the cross. May you embrace these commands as a way of saying thank you to the Lord for the cross. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.